Welcome to the podcast that has not been named. We're live. We got the boys here. We got Drew Sola, Instagram Lee, and guest user. Nice to be here, guest user. As the guest user, I'm going to kick us off with a, uh, a nice little trivia challenge. We're hitting... Kane's box combo calorie count. That's a little alliteration for you folks out there. Okay. Box over combo calorie count. 1,500 calories. Well, it's over. over. I feel like it's gentlemen. Smashing the Wait, over. which one? Which one, though? The, the, the box. box. Standard box combo. Oh. I think it's 1,300, isn't it? I'm going under. I think I think Gabe would make it to make it go under and not over, so I'm gonna go under. I'm slamming the over. I'm sticking by my bet. If he would have gave us a number, I would have said sixteen hundred. But since he gave us an over and under, I'm going under. Final answers. Final answers. I'm okay. locked in. Well, uh, Graham is wrong. Bullshit. And Drew nailed it on the head with thirteen. 13- Calories the <laughs> Look at that. Okay, okay. I will. I will. If you I need to know about that, is with coleslaw. <laughs> that is not the actual calorie count that anybody in their right mind eats. Everyone knows they're okay. getting extra toast, no coleslaw, <laughs> and they're slapping an extra sauce on there. Believe it or not, they're coleslaw. counting the coleslaw as a hundred calories on here. It's because they douse it in that gross stuff. <laughs> that is fair. That okay. That's How many calories fair. is a piece of toast from there? 150. I'm that's trying to so we, so we still want to hit sauce? the under. What about a sauce? sauce? What about 190? Extra... You're right, Graham. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was on the money. <laughs> the yikes. The Kaniac combo coming in at just under 1,900 calories for your lunch meal. 1900 calories. We wonder why people are obese in America. Come on. I have seen God Trent, bless America. Trent That's eat all a Kaniac combo. And last time I saw Trent eat a Kaniac combo, I don't think I saw him eat anything for four days. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't need anything else. Uh, dude, I was full, man. He just <laughs> hibernates up, for three weeks. Soaked up all the alcohol that combo. night, too, man. It was, it was golden. I didn't get drunk that night. Dude, it's just like that. The that spongebob episode where they like open up the burger and it's just like gray inside you know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> that is canes oh man <laughs> okay well uh this podcast is probably going to be a little bit of everything uh we decided to probably we've been talking about this since like freshman year of college probably um and we decided to start it at probably the worst sports time in the year to talk sports one of the worst, at least. We got like a month till uh, the draft, and then after that, we have nothing until. Are we just going to go for opening day here as baseball fans? Listen, dude, I love baseball, but nobody wants to hear about baseball. What are you? What are we going to say? The Royals are going to over under Royals fifty fucking wins this year. Hammering the. No, no. Here, here's the real one. Is their bullpen top ten, and then their starting pitching bottom five? That's what I'm saying. No, they're all awful. But can't really. Bullpen's gonna be good. Can you have a top ten bullpen bullpen with a bottom five starting rotation? I'm saying no. Your bullpen's. It makes it harder. 
Definitely makes it harder, but dude, our we got some dogs in the bullpen. It's like the middle of our lineup with like Pasquantino, Bobby Witt. We'll see. We're gonna have to see some. We're gonna have to see some big steps up this year because last year, young guys were good. They were exciting, but they're not gonna. They're not good. They weren't good enough last year to make us good. If they didn't hit well enough, they were hitting like two hundreds, two forties, which is not. They also had the worst coaching staff like ever assembled. That is very true. Maybe the worst pitching coach that's ever been in the MLB. Jesus, kid. Okay, I can kind of see Graham over here, like, shaking, trying to, like, kill us with this baseball talk. Gabe, Gabe's burps talked more, contributed more to the baseball talk than I did. Dude, Graham looks like the Riddler in the scene, or like the Joker in the Dark Knight when he like sends the threat message to Gotham. <laughs> no, man was no, off his no. Back. Oh man! <laughs> All right, let's get this bad boy back on track. Uh, we got somebody in the house who's going to be with us for approximately like eight more minutes. Who was actually able to watch the very last Kansas State University basketball win of the season. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, wrap up the old K-State basketball season, fellas. Yeah, so since I live in New York now, I was able to uh, live in Albany. I was able to just take the train down to New York City and about a two-and-a-half-hour train and, and went down Thursday early afternoon. The game was at night. Kind of walked around the city a little bit, dropped my stuff up at the hotel, and then went to the game. Madison Square Garden, great arena. Uh, I will say there was nothing overwhelmingly special about it. Felt like I was in a smaller sprint center. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's not uh, the, the don't let don't let a New Yorker hear you say that. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the hottest take out there, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. There's really not anything that special. It's just like your average stadium with your normal concourses all the way around. You got random restaurants. You have beer. I mean, like, there was – And what a was the price cool... of beer, Gabe? $16 for a 16-ounce beer. So, if you like to think about a dollar a drink, a dollar a, a six. Ounce? Yeah. Ounce. That's, that's about what we played at, paid at the Chiefs football game, wasn't it? The, the division round? To- or 12 probably those dude, things were I, huge dude those I, think like I, I think i literally paid like 70 dollars worth in beer at that chiefs game <laughs> dude it was so worth it though to get trashed and watch the chiefs <laughs> oh, win me, me like, and drew were toasted after that and anyway getting getting back to the state <laughs> basketball talk wait that game was absolutely incredible to watch because of how back and forth it was i was sitting next to a fan who just came to enjoy basketball like, they didn't have any allegiances. They were just from New York City and loved watching college basketball. And this man had, was smiling from ear to ear from minute, like, 15 of the second half on. It was just such a back-and-forth battle. And our crowd, K-State, was so in it. And I don't think Michigan State had quite as many fans who were, like, as vocal in the arena. And so K-State slowly started to, you know, pull ahead there at the end. And it was just – was exhilarating and it was fantastic to watch in person one of the best college games probably of the season if not arguably the best college game of the season because of the stakes the it was was electric for sure it was definitely like one of the best games 
in the season. I had said it was the best game in the season until uh, what was the game that was on right after it? FA. Ended in a, no, it was it was no not not there. It was Gonzaga UCLA. Oh yeah, uh, man, that game was crazy. Oh, yeah, literally that game was or that game was one of the most entertaining games I've ever watched, and it wasn't just because. Um, we all went to K-State and graduated from K-State. It was legitimately because it was like, you know, there's the old uh, saying that there's like two boxers going at it and just Rocky Balboa punching someone in the face and getting back up and going at it. It was literally Marquise Noel versus the world, taking all the punches, getting up, hitting shots from – actually, he didn't even hit any deep shots that game. He almost lost on the game because he kept shooting awful (laughs) shots at the end of the most important times. Um, K-State absolutely – rebounded this year looked like an actual basketball team Jerome's Tang is a stud they need K-State needs to break him off uh that uh Bill Snyder money oh yeah and give him everything I think they will he's gonna get back in a half I hope have to Gene's gonna Gene's gonna hook him up for sure Pretty sure I saw Gene get a like athletic director of the year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Really? Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean he kind of deserves it. Big 12 championship in football. You're playing, I mean, we got smoked, but we played Alabama in a bowl game. Like that's yeah, two, huge. Two slam dunk hires. Climbing. Yeah, dude, having that kind of like coaching turnover and like just knocking both hires out of the park is pretty nuts. I think Clemens gonna be gone soon too. I mean, he I can't believe he's not gone yet. To be honest with you, I can't believe an NFL team hasn't snatched him up as some special teams coordinator. Who? Kleiman. No, I don't think he'll go anywhere. Like, he might go to a bigger college, but you don't see a ton of dudes make that jump to the NFL. <laughs> well, I feel like now that he hasn't left, he probably won't, but I really thought he would have been gone, like, I don't know, after that second season. I bet mm-hmm. if he's good this year that some of the, like, SEC schools, like an Arkansas-type school might come. Yeah, he'll probably start getting some looks. But. That would suck. What are your uh, final? Hmm? The two final four matchups we have are Miami versus UConn. Yeah, UConn. UConn is by far the best team still left. Yeah, dude. UConn, they're like, dude, there's something about that team. They're, I've like watched just two games, the last two games, but they're Listen, nuts. dude. I love March Madness and I love all the upsets, but when you get to this point and you have like a nine seed and eleven seed and whatever else we have left, there's no eleven like, seed left. Whatever, it's like it's what a nine, a five, a three, and a four or something like that, something or five and a four. It's just like, yeah. listen, dude, I just know the final four. The games are not going to be good. UConn's going to blow Miami out. And then I don't. It doesn't matter who plays. What is it, FAU and whoever? Like it's just, it's just not going to be. Indiana State. Yeah, I mean, the final four. I mean, like, it, Miami were pretty lethal in their last game. They look pretty. They're good. good. They're, yeah. I mean, they're, they're good. They're definitely the second best team left. But I mean, on the other side, they're just basically playing to get blown out by whoever wins that game. If they beat yeah. Texas and UConn consecutively to go to the championship, I mean, they have they have everything. You know, like mm-hmm. they have all the momentum in their favor because they played the two best teams left, in my opinion, back to back. So if they make it, we're well, at just to lose to FAU in the national title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, FAU's a scrappy bunch, but listen, dude, 
Dude, they haven't, should have won they haven't that like, game. lost since like January. Yeah. Well, they don't was play that anybody. We have that eight foot tall Terminator looking dude from Russia that <laughs> he, he was smacking Marquis Noel on the top of the head and they weren't calling anything. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just let him do whatever the hell he wants, I guess. Dude, he was in there like, he was like a hitman. <laughs> and then he'd stand over Marquis Noel. It's like, dude, you're literally over like two feet taller than him. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. goodness. Uh, <laughs> what'd you say Gabe you keep cutting out dude do you think FAU was under seeded at a nine seed considering they only have three losses on the year oh they definitely are I saw some tweet on Twitter that it was basically like um, this dude or like if you would have compared like the Vegas betting odds to like who played who like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you, they were like minus 1400 against whoever, mm-hmm. um, that was, that would have been a way more accurate way to see the tournament than the way it actually gets seeded. Like Vegas did a much better job. Like it was way more accurate. They predicted more of the teams that made it farther, hmm. but it's actually really interesting. Um, I think I sent that to somebody, but. Makes sense, man. People don't people don't mess shit up when it's about money. Facts. Um, kind of last thoughts kinda about last thoughts about. I guess you're that. Hello. Hello. Am I still echoing? No. No. It sounds, sounds good, good to me. Sounds good to me. Oh my sounds god. Sounds good to me. Hot, bro. Oh. My. oh my. <laughs> Who's doing, doing this? Um, <laughs> we're gonna have to sign off. Anymore? But it, it's been uh, good chatting uh, with you all, gentlemen. Audio, sir. I'll be on the next one. I'll stay on the whole time. See you, Gabe. We all get to see I think it was Gabe's volume. I was gonna say I was really hoping <laughs> it was Gabe's volume. <laughs> He's still uh, on my screen. He's just like frozen. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, it just says guest user. I'll kick him out. Imagine he just like stays in and he just listens to it, listens to us while he goes to bed. <laughs> he just put him he's to sleep. Oh, give him a little lullaby. <laughs> I can't yeah, figure I think, out how to I cut think him. honestly, like when you when you look at like K State's uh, the basketball team's roster for next year, like I think there's kind of a lot to be excited about. Really? Well, the the one thing you got to – I don't know if you saw, but um, Ish went to the transfer portal today. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. So that, that's a big role player that you're losing. But, I mean, in a day and age, it's not like – it's not like we can't find a 6'8 dude who can shoot. Yeah. I mean, there, I there's know, lots like, of those guys out there. He was so huge, but, like, when you think about, like, what the lineup's going to look like next year, like, like we're he still going to have – Goose and Tomlin and um, Gerald Colbert's going to be playing. And he was very clutch, I would say. I, I wouldn't because he's only averaging like what, like five points a game or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like... he came up huge. He made so many huge shots. I mean, he like we would not have made it as far as we did without him. Yeah, but well, the Texas he also game. Plays, he also plays no defense. He's he's like watching him play defenses. Listen, K State does not play defense. Yeah. K-State might be the team. worst defensive team I've ever freaking seen. Like, Marquise Noel is – Marquise Noel is good, but he's just, like, so overly aggressive. 
and he just is aggressive at the worst times. And it just absolutely – it cost him the case that the, the, the last game, I don't remember when it was down the stretch, he goes for a steal when they're – I think they're either tied or up one or down one, and they end up getting an easy three or layup, and it put him in a bad spot. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Maybe that's just the coach in me, but, geez Louise, that stuff ticks me off. But I think, I think there was, like, when you uh... – like when you look at those lineups where it was like Ish and Marquise in the game, it's like it's it was definitely like our best way to put on points, but the defense was definitely a lot worse. It was definitely a lot harder to watch on the defensive mm-hmm. side of the ball. For well, sure. I couldn't get a defensive rebound either. That was making me. Yeah, so the mad. rebounding. Yeah, the rebounding was abysmal. Yeah, because there was that play near the end of the game where I think we we're down one, and the big Russian dude missed that dunk, and it goes flying. And it's like, okay, we're gonna get the ball back. We have a chance to get the lead, and we just gave up an offensive rebound. Yeah, like that was the game, pretty much. That was the game right there. It was yeah, it was, it's honestly, it was honestly like obviously Tang did an amazing job. It was just wild that for him being kind of like a defensive coach, that our defense was so bad. But I mean, like, I'm not complaining about Tang, but yeah, you know. first year, in, first year in the system, getting a bunch of guys. Uh, yeah together for the first time but that's definitely something that i think will improve yeah he gets more guys that he can actually pick that really and develop for two or three years that really fit the mold of the culture that he wants to build Um, yeah he really like cobbled together that roster from the start what was it like two players yeah two is ish and ish and marquise noel were the only two that's insane Keontae johnson was probably the best player that ended up transferring other maybe oh, Nigel sure. Pack, I guess, but that he transferred from our school, so it was like it kind of canceled out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that was pretty impressive. I don't know how he did it. He got like Desi Sills from Arkansas. That guy ended up being he was like six man of the year until they. I mean, he was so good at it, they just moved into the starting position. So it's like, mm-hmm. and I think I think that's really the the difference. Um, I mean, you look at the teams who are good and go on like KU last year national championship they have a dude off the bench that like if you leave Desi on the bench or they had to kind of insert him into the lineup I think because they were kind of hitting a rut but you have a dude uh-huh. off the bench you can score 20 on any given night I mean that is so big you look at a lot yeah. of teams like I feel like most teams they got five guys that are good and then we get they just got role players off the bench that rebound play defense or whatever maybe shoot a little bit but I think that's kind of where KU was lacking. But anyway, we've talked about KU. Had like seven dudes, tops, every single game. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. All right, uh, let's move on. I'm tired of talking. About can you guys hear? Basketball. Can you guys hear my cat meowing? A little bit, yeah. Okay, give me one second. <laughs> Come on, Percy. Gosh. He's about to go murder Percy. <laughs> Percy's freaking savage, man. He got a hold of my hand when we were over there that one time. Dude, Percy is literally the worst cat that's ever lived, dude. I'll never forgive that cat when I stayed at their house one time when I was homeless for like two days, waiting for a new lease to start in Manhattan. I stayed at their house one night, and literally I wake up, and their cat's face or butt is in my face, and he just lets out the rankest fart. <laughs> oh, I heard about that. Dude, I would have paid money to see that in person. It's like, I'm bro, it's, it's – Five o'clock in the morning, dude. I'm just trying to sleep. I wish he did it again. I guess he got your revenge because during the Chiefs game, he fell in the toilet while we were sleeping. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, classic. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, what do you guys want to talk about next? You want to talk a little uh, NFL draft, uh, best QB yeah. landing spots, or uh, Chiefs football? What, what about the QB landing about? spots? You go QB landing spots? You're talking like, talking like drafts? Draft QBs, or are we talking uh, like QBs that are still on the market? I'd say either, but I mean, like, I was going to like the more correspond. For sure. Who do we want to we want to tackle first? Well, first off, I guess, do you think um, the real question is: is there going to be a domino that falls before the NFL draft? Like, are we going to get a Rodgers to the Jets trade? Are we going to get a Lamar trade somewhere? Or is he going to end up signing? Like, what? Do you think anything, any of that's going to happen before the draft? Or are we just kind of waiting for that April, what, 17th or whatever the day is? Yeah. Before I something happens. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rodgers thing really comes down to the last day. Because there's not, like, you know, there's not really any exact necessity that has to happen like it doesn't have to happen like you know right away you know um but i don't know the the lamar thing's interesting because it's like i feel like nobody really knows exactly what's going on um but we'll see i wouldn't be surprised if there's just kind of like a big surprise uh, that nobody's really projecting about right now or really knows about I mean, who who do you guys think would be the best fit if there were to just be like a straight up trade? You know, he's got the what is it, the unrestricted or non restricted uh, franchise tag, whatever. Yeah, like because everyone's mentioning the Colts, and I don't know. Like, I I feel like the Falcons kind of make sense because they want to run the ball a lot, and they do have like two good big wide. Like Kyle Pitts is basically a wide receiver, but they yeah. have a good tight end and a good wide receiver. So I feel like that fit kind of makes sense. Um, I think yeah. that'd be perfect because he already used Mark Andrews so much. And you could just yeah. pretty much – I mean, Kyle Pitts is better than Mark Andrews if you really – I mean, once he actually gets touches, I guess. Because he me, did it last season. To me, I, it's kind of changing the question, but um, I know I talked to Graham about this the other night through text. If I'm the Jets, dude, and I'm not, I have to give up a one for Aaron Rodgers for maybe two years max, why would I not just give up another one and go get Lamar? Yeah. Because you're going to pay him probably about the same amount of money per year, I would guess. Um, the problem with Lamar is, and I think this is just a problem in general, why no one is super interested in him right now, is if you look and you ever watch the Ravens, like their offense is – way different than any other team in the NFL. It's very much, we're going to use our tight ends. We're going to use a fullback. We're going to play smash mouth. I mean, they're, they're running triple option with a, with a spread concept. Um, and so you really kind of have to build your offense, I think, around Lamar. I don't think you can just throw Lamar into any system and it's like, we're going to be, at, he's going to be like at his max potential. I think to be at Lamar's max potential, you got to kind of build an offense where you're going to run the ball like the, the Falcons. Um, I don't know if the Jets would really do that or want to do that with their weapons, but to me, that's what—that's really the place that makes the most sense to me. If you're going to try to compete right away and you want to go trade for a quarterback, why aren't you going to go trade for Lamar? I think it's just got to be the injury thing, right? I mean, there's never been a running QB that actually ends up having the longevity to be like, 
you know, a franchise quarterback in the words of, you know, someone like Mahomes, who's going to play for the Chiefs for 20 years, probably. Like, I just don't see Lamar lasting yeah. long at all. He well, takes so many things. I think also, like, NFL teams are just not, like, wanting to let the standard be set of these huge guaranteed contracts. Like, putting down that much money, especially for somebody that has, like, injury concerns, is is really just such a huge commitment. I mean, it's like you're just locking up your your franchise. Yeah. For- He's literally – He's literally missed, like, 12 games, I think, in the last two years. And not only has he missed tw- or 12, maybe it's even more than that, um, but he's missed the end of the season, like, the most important part of the season, where you yeah. are, like, I don't care if you're healthy to start the year, but you have to be healthy to end the year, right, especially if you're going to try to compete and go win a championship. Um, and he hasn't been the last two years. He hasn't mm-hmm. played in the playoffs. His team is—he's his teams has made the playoffs the last two years, and he hasn't played in the playoff game. Yeah, that's a huge concern. That's not somebody that I want, and I'm not saying it's because he doesn't want to play, but it's because the style of play he—he he is. If he's not 100 percent or not like 85 percent, you can't have him out there. Yeah, it's not like Mahomes where you can throw Mahomes out there and he is—he can't move. He's literally limping around, and he can be a successful quarterback. Lamar isn't that way because of the way he plays. Well, and he also hasn't developed his throwing at all. I mean, remember his MVP season? His throwing, I mean, it looked like he improved so much from that previous season, and he's just gone downhill ever since then. Like, yeah, especially like, deep ball. I'm like, I don't know what happened there. I feel like a lot of people, when they think about his throwing, and, like, I definitely have been this way at times, it's like you think of that MVP year as, like, what he is when – like when you really look at the whole <laughs> span of his career, it's kind of more of an outlier year, um, you know, compared to what he's been doing. Um, so I don't know. I think it's definitely, definitely a discussion to be had where it's like, what, how, what does his long-term ceiling look like if he can't continue to develop the, his passing, you know? But we're in agreement that there should be like more teams that should be on table with trading two first. As long as, I mean, I don't know what, again, we don't know what the number is, what he's wanting. There have been conflicting reports that, like, he's been offered $135 million guaranteed and he turned that down, or he's been offered more and it was it was turned down. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm not like an, like a hater of Mac Jones, but I'm, I also don't love the dude. But it's like, if you're the Patriots, like, why not? If you're I mean, the Jets. Like, if you're the, like, commanders, like, I mean, yeah. I can't even Absolutely. imagine not trading two first. I mean, the Seahawks traded two first for Jamal Williams or Jamal. What's the guy's name? Jamal Adams. Uh, Adams. Yeah. Traded two first for Jamal Adams. And he's been terrible. It's like, I, I don't bring, understand how you can't, you can't just pull the trigger on that. Something like that. You bring up the commanders. I think the commanders is honestly a perfect fit. Who was the head coach of the Panthers with Cam Newton? Uh, well, same guy. Yeah. Yeah, same guy. I mean, he's he's perfect. He knows how to deal with somebody who maybe is a little bit. I would I'm not saying he's a diva, but I mean, he's definitely got a little diva quality to him if he's not signing that contract. Um, he knows how to work with a guy who's he's a different type of running quarterback, right? He's not a physical guy. He's more of a finesse dude. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely similar in my opinion. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure Eric Bieniemy would love having a guy like Lamar. I mean, like, that would make his job so much easier. That's well, what I was going to say. He'd go back to his old running roots, you know? I mean, being the 
running back coach being a running back himself, like that dude could cook up some good game plans with. And they have they have really good receivers too. Yeah, scary Terry baby, underrated. Scary Terry, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, like that's a good group. Dotson was the red zone king, man. He'd get like three touches, and two of them were touchdowns, and he'd give me like. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about it, Drew. Drew, we're not talking about that. <laughs> Jahan Dotson single-handedly ended my fantasy football season. And Rookie of the year, baby. It was uh, Jahan Dotson and Jawan Johnson. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Jawan. Jawan Jawan Johnson balled out one week. How many points did he get me? Is like twenty-eight or something like that. Too many is the answer. He Too went many. off. He went off. Um, uh, okay, I, I think we're probably. I mean, is there nobody else really wants Rodgers, right? We know kind of Rodgers are. I, into... See, that's that's why I feel like there could be just be some weird surprise. I really don't think anybody – honestly, I don't even really get why the Jets want Rodgers. It's just like such a desperation oh, thing. I mean, like – Do you want a top, uh, want a top 10 quarterback to, to compete? Is he a top that? 10? Yeah. He was terrible last year. He didn't have any weapons. Oh, come on. He didn't have he, he one. Work he didn't have. He didn't, That's a better he didn't have way to one say. top twenty-five weapons, bro. He didn't have one top twenty-five weapon. Okay, he's got a top ten in the receiving back. game. In the receiving game. Okay, Dude, but Christian Watson. He refused to work with those guys. He refused it. No one. I'm like, it's obviously it's not going to work with your rookie wide receivers I, when I'm he's not saying he wasn't. A, I'm not saying he's not a diva, but I'm just saying if you put him <laughs> in an offense where you have Garrett Wilson, you have Brees Hall, you have uh, potentially Odell, you have who they just who they just get as a receiver that's decent. They signed Lazard. Lazard don't, didn't they get McColl too? Oh yeah, they signed yeah. McColl. Yeah. I mean, there's weapons all over the place there. That is like those four guys are way better than anybody he played with last year. I mean, he played with Lazard last year. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Lazard's mediocre. He's like the fourth guy on that list. I mean, so Lazard, is it Nicole like, that puts you over? Like, I mean, Christian Watson had a pretty, pretty. No, sick it's Garrett Wilson guy. that puts me over. Well, I'm talking about like the the third guy, I guess. I, yeah, I mean, Garrett, Garrett Wilson is better than Garrett Watson. Wilson's way better. Sure. He's way better than all of those guys. See, I just, I here's what I imagine is going to happen. He's going to go there, and everyone's going to be like, oh, they're Super Bowl contenders now because their defense is amazing. And then everyone's going to look for Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson to make a step, like, you know, a step up in the sophomore season, which they probably will. But then it's going to go wrong for four weeks, and they'll go, like, two and two, and Rodgers will be like, oh, it's because my rookie or young wide receivers suck. And it's going to be the same exact thing as what he did in Green Bay. When did he ever say that, though? Okay, he didn't say in as many words. Remember when he went out and he said that he can't trust guys and so they need to cut back on snaps for guys that aren't yada yada. It's like, dude, you yeah, know, what, what, court, what quarterback doesn't do that? What veteran quarterback doesn't do that? There's a story going on about Peyton Manning where he's throwing to uh, – what's the little white guy that he was throwing to? Austin Colley, who was a stud there for a few years in the slot, and he, he tried to one-hand catch it and he drops it, and he's like, I can't trust that guy to be, to be on the field. Maybe they're not they're not running the right routes, whatever. Okay. I mean, I, I get like I don't like the GM game he was trying to play, like getting Randall Cobb and like those, because those guys they're old and they suck. But I, I can understand being like, yeah, this dude isn't doing his job. I, I don't want him on the field. Uh, the thing is though, to me at least, like the last time it worked for Rogers to be 
the diva himself was what 2011 when they actually won the Super Bowl. It's what about like the last few years when he was MVP. Who cares about MVPs? What the dude chokes every. Okay, so you're telling I would take three more Super Bowls from Mahomes and not a single MVP the rest of his career. One million percent. Listen, dude, it's a team game, dude. Dude, Aaron Rodgers was looking pretty conservative throwing the ball in both those playoff losses. Was he did? He was. He was. I, I I will I will go with that, but. I'm not saying that's the reason why he lost the game, bro. They were up. They were up in some of those games. And well, MVP, what did they put up away. in that in that 49ers loss? Didn't they put up like three points? Yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. But that's 49ers got a, for the 49ers got a good defense, though. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, my thing with Rodgers is he's like that quote from The Office from Michael Scott's, like, "I want all the credit, but none of the blame." That's Rodgers. Yeah. When they win, he's like, "Oh yeah, that's me." You know, great. I just made great throws. And then when they lose, he's like, oh, they didn't run the right routes. My coaches had a bad game. Like, I, I really dislike the guy. I really – he's really great at quarterbacking, obviously. He's, like, one of the best of all time. But the fact that he only has one ring should really show you, like, he's lacking in something. Have you ever – Leadership. Has it ever, has it ever occurred to That's you that, that maybe exactly. he's right? About what? That quote. Which quote? The one Michael you just said from the, from the office. Well, yeah, everyone wants all the credit and none of the blame. No, no I'm, I'm just saying, is it, I'm just saying, has it ever occurred to you that it's usually not his fault? I don't know. And I will, I, I, I will, I will agree with, with Graham where it's like, yeah, leadership doesn't have it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he would be my first guy that I would choose. But if I don't know. Jets, I mean, if you're the Jets, who, who, like, who else are you going to get? Lamar. I'd rather have Lamar. I wouldn't. Not for, I wouldn't want to build my whole offense around that for, Potentially, well, the thing is, Rodgers is like 40. So, if you're going to talk about longevity, I mean, Rodgers isn't going to last much longer than Lamar either. Well, way. Yeah, but when's like, the, the last time he missed like, a game? Like, he plays every game. Like, you know, he's going to be out there. But he also didn't look like himself. And again, like you said, he didn't have his normal weapons last season. So, that's fair. But it's like, there's also the chance that he just fell off a cliff. And it'll help that he has Brees Hall to take the pressure off. And then you have, you know, he's throwing to Garrett Wilson. They'll have Mikael Hardman to do jet sweep type stuff and all that. But I don't know. I just – I don't see this going terribly well. Like, I just can't see them winning a ring with him. I really can't. I don't, I don't think they do either. I think, honestly, I think their ceiling is probably 12 wins. I could see them making a run for, like, the one seed. 12 and 6, 11 and 7. I think that's probably where they're at. Well, it's like – You got to play, the, you play the Bills twice. The, playoffs? the Ravens. Do you yeah, think they'll be better than the Broncos? I think there's a chance. I mean, I, mean, I don't know what what is what is Russell Wilson. I mean, we don't. I mean, we think Sean Payton's going to fix him, but he's going to take some time. Know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be competitive, and that's that's why I really hope they don't. Um, it really sucks the way the AFC playoffs is, is structured because all the good quarterbacks are in the AFC. Yeah, it's bad. Like the AFC is just a freaking gauntlet of teams you got to get through, and it's kind of dumb that. I mean, it's entertaining. Lamar's but... on. He wants to go to the what? NFC. I don't I think. think I think he's just butthurt that he's not getting paid. I think that's really all it is. Yeah. You're probably right. 
But I mean, if you could go to the NFC, oh yeah, I mean, like, like Tom yeah, why would you want to play in the tough at the tough AFC when I can make the playoffs at eight and nine every year? Or it's like, like I think I'd I'd definitely rather have Jalen Hurts than Lamar. But if Lamar goes to the NFC, he's the biggest name in the NFC. Quarterback wise, yeah, quarterback wise, yeah. Do you consider Probably. him more proven with the MVP as opposed to Hurts going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, he has more playoff wins than Lamar. Oh, oh yeah, two I mean, playoff I, wins. I definitely think Hurts is better. I just think it's like Lamar with his MVP season, and he just kind of like took the league by storm at such a young age. And it's just like when you – he's just kind of like a human highlight reel. So it's like everybody has that image in, in their mind of like Lamar when he's doing like the spin move against like the Bengals that his yeah. MVP year and all those like crazy highlights. And like I'd definitely rather – I'd rather have Jalen Hurts, but I just feel like in people's mind he would be like that guy in the NFC. Like he would be the biggest star. I mean I could be wrong, but – I think the Eagles are the the better system. Like, like I don't think you see a lot of Jalen Hurts' flaws because how just good that team is top to bottom. Oh yeah, um, and I think that definitely helps. Um, I mean, they're they're also Jalen Hurts was at every position. Yeah, Jalen Hurts was also like a maniac this year. So, I mean, but I've yeah, always kind I mean, of been a Jalen Hurts. He was an MVP candidate for yeah. sure, but. I don't, I'm not usually a fan of quarterbacks who can't, who run and can't throw, and he kind of changed that narrative this year of being able he to. He learned how to throw. Yeah, <laughs> if only Mark could do that and Justin Fields. Josh Allen right, figured it out. Oh gosh, dude! How long before Josh Allen takes that one hit that rocks him and he's just never the same? Because that dude takes a ton of hits too. He I don't sure know. Like, didn't look, he didn't look quite as good without Dayball. I don't know. I still think he's like solid though. Like it's not like if he tore his ACL tomorrow and he was out for a year and came back and wasn't able to be mobile. I think he's he's still a top ten quarterback, right? He's I mean, still up he's, there for sure. Yeah, I mean he's not like he's not in that elite category where it's Mahomes and then, him, but I mean like to me like at the very top like to me it's like pretty much just Mahomes and Burrow. I think they're kind of like in their own tier. I don't even put Burrow in the same tier as Mahomes, dude. It's Mahomes. Well, yeah, I mean, Mahomes is probably in a tier of his own. But, but I feel like I Burrow's kind of ahead of the other guys. All right, so we got Rodgers. We got Lamar. Are we going to talk rookies then? Is that what we're, we're going to do? I guess that to? could lead us into the draft talk, too, a little bit. So, so are we still going to do a mock? Um, or we can do, do a mock do that? time. I don't know if we want to do like a it's full mock. Yeah, I don't really like know like that many guys. Like I pretty much know a lot of the skill position offense guys for yeah. fantasy football, but that's about it. Yeah, we can just hit some uh, just quarterbacks. Where where would you like to see? Or I guess where do you think the quarterbacks are going to go? And obviously, the first one, not set in stone, but Bryce Young is definitely the consensus best guy. I think. Is he still the is he the betting favorite right now to go first? Uh no. I think I Stroud saw something now? where Stroud was like minus three hundred and, and Young was like plus one hundred, and I was actually gonna go throw some money on that. 
That's interesting because I, I can't see the Panthers going with Stroud. I think they'll go with with Young. Well, the, the thing is, like, uh, who's their quarterback coach? He was the dude who – Josh McCown. He's like a huge C.J. Stroud guy. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that film breakdown video where he's like breaking down that Georgia game. But that Georgia game has a lot to, a lot to love about those dudes because holy cow, he looked so good. Dude, yeah, he Georgia looked like game. an animal. If he played that, if he if he played like that and moved around and throw through like that throughout his career, he would be the consensus number one. If yeah. there were multiple games where he was out of the pocket, and the thing is, I don't think he ever had to. Because he always had dudes open right away because he's always played with Garrett Wilson, with Marvin Harrison Jr., with uh, what's the dude this year? Smith and Jigba. Yeah. Um, he just, he's just got so many dudes around him where it's like – Chris Olave too. Yeah, Chris Olave. Like he's had a great wide receiver course. So he hasn't had to scramble, get out of the pocket and extend plays because dudes are always open. Yeah. Um, and I would assume – It's a always crazy a roster, honestly. Yeah. Those, I didn't even realize. That's insane. Dude, they have so many more dogs, too. Like, they're just going to be pumping out pros. Do you think the Chiefs are saving up for Marvin Harrison Jr.? No. Next season? <laughs> Dude, I, I wish so bad. I know they won't. But that man on the, in the Chiefs offense, holy cow. I mean, he I wonder if they drafted, like, drafted a guy somewhat high this year. The Chiefs? I, I wouldn't know. I could see him um, trading up to get um, what's his face, the TCU guy. That's what that was like. What I was hoping you're gonna say, like if he drops to like Johnston, Quentin Johnston, like that. Yeah, yeah, dude, he'd be such a stud, and he'd like compliment Sky Moore and Tony so well. Well, I think also what someone I heard someone pointed out is like. The fact that it's the draft is in KC, they wonder if uh, Clark Hunt is going to like be telling Veach, like, hey, if you can make some big splash first-round move, oh. just do it. Because you know Veach wants the wide receiver. Which is yeah. how much you got to give up to move up, because they'll have to go top 10 to get Johnston. Let's just hope he doesn't ask Patrick Mahomes, which his favorite guy on the board is this time, <laughs> like he did with Claude. Can we just stop letting – these guys play GM. Yeah. To be fair though, what's he gonna, what was he supposed to say? Like, you know, Mahomes wanted that man. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey, we shouldn't ask him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we should say, we're going to take Jonathan Taylor, or JK Dobbins, because they're a lot better than this guy. And uh, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> who has the first pick? Panthers. Okay, for whatever reason, FanDuel only has, like, certain odds for certain things. So, I don't know why there's not an option to look at who's the first overall pick. There was, like, first receiver pick. Like, I don't know why that was an option, but not first overall pick. So, Dude, if I'm, if I'm Anthony Richardson, I'm praying I go to the Seattle Seahawks. You really? Yeah. Man, I, think I, he's, I think he's a bust. I think, I think he's I think he's Trey Lance. He's so much of a better athlete, though. It's like, oh, look, this guy's really athletic, and he has a cannon. And people are falling in love with him because of his, like, intangibles. Well, here's the deal, dude. I don't want to see somebody – I want to see somebody who freaking won. I'm just saying, like – You know, like, I know, like, Mahomes, Mahomes maybe – didn't win much, though. I know, but, like, 
he they weren't good at Florida. Like, how many games did he go out and win for Florida? I mean, I'm not saying he's like. I'm. That's why I'm saying like Seattle's a good spot because it's like you can have all of his natural traits, and then he can sit for like literally probably a year and a half behind Geno, and just like learn how to play in the NFL. But if I'm if I'm taking if I'm betting and if I'm drafting in the first round, I don't want to. To me, I don't want to draft somebody who's not going to play for a year. And I know the Chiefs did it and it worked out really well, but that's to me that's not ideal. Like you're taking away a, and it makes sense for the Seahawks too because they're in a very similar spot to the Chiefs that the Chiefs were. But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like you like he's going to go a lot higher, and it's just not going to be worth what it's going to cost to get up there. So what about fair. Levis then? Like you guys would take Levis over Richardson one hundred percent. I'm like not uh, really huge on either guy, honestly. I, don't I like. Like, I, I wanted to like Levis, and I watched Levis. I gave him a. I think I gave him a B minus grade. I, I've I've gone through three of the quarterbacks. I've gone through Bryce Young, watched his film. I've went through C.J. Stroud, and then um, Will Levis. <laughs> um, I haven't watched a ton of Richardson yet. And I'm not, by no means like, I know I haven't like really watched any of him play. I know he was like playing with a lot of bums though. Yeah, if you look at if you look at his film this year and then you watch like two games from last year, and I didn't watch all those games. I picked off like I picked out like two or three to watch from each year. Um, when he actually has an offensive line, he's good. When he actually has like he's not injured because he was hurt all year, he's good. The couple things I have for Will Levis, like, that I really like about him is, one, dude's a dog. Like, he's one of those dudes, like, he kind of reminds me of Ben Roethlisberger a little bit. Like, not in the way he plays, but, like, he's going to, like, truck a dude, and then he's going to get up, and he's going to be super hype, and he's going to, like, really throw that first down and, like, just kind of get the crowd going. He's tough as nails. Like, dude gets – Yeah. Stays in the pocket, gets drilled, and throws the ball. Now he's a pretty ugly ball sometimes. Like he, sometimes you, you look at it and he's like, "Dude, where the hell are you throwing?" Because that is nowhere near where your receiver was that you were trying to throw to. But uh, <coughs> he's tough. And the other thing I like about him that a lot of not a lot of other college quarterbacks can say he ran. He played in a pro offense. He was under center. He was doing a lot of play action, um, making multiple reads instead of. Catch and throw, get the ball out, uh, which I liked. I like that for him. It's not going to be quite as a big of adjustment to me. If I had to pick a landing spot, and again, I know I've told Graham this, I love, absolutely love the Tennessee Titans for him because it's a run-first offense where he can play action and throw. My probably one I like more, but I think is less likely, is the Vikings. Again. Not really run first anymore, but still have to run the ball because you got guys who can run and got a ton of weapons. Vikings and Titans are like both such interesting, like possible QB, you know, needy team. Like, I don't think Vikings are QB needy, but there's like so many teams that you just could make a move out of nowhere. And like, I think a lot of people don't realize, like, I think it's very possible that like Levis or Richardson or both like drop farther than you know a lot of these mock drafts have them going i think some people have richardson to the raiders right now mm-hmm. I think which isn't they, a huge drop obviously but 
mean, I could see I could see Levis. I think Richardson will get drafted just because he has all those intangibles. But I think Richardson wouldn't those be uh, the tangibles? What? <laughs> it's the tangibles because you can mm-hmm. measure it. I don't freaking know, dude. I just know the word. I don't know what that means. I went to the government teacher. I think intangibles, intangibles is like, is like Bryce Young's like feel in the pocket. Like that's an intangible. Okay, whatever. Dude's like really fast and big and can throw a bomb. Okay. <laughs> I think people are going to fall in love with that and probably take him like towards the end of the first round. Do I think they go one through four? No. Um, yeah, I don't think so either on that one. But I also think the Colts will – definitely take a quarterback so i can also see three of the top four going there and then another guy falling to like 11 or 12 yeah i think it's like once they start falling like into the double digits like you'd think like a team would trade up and grab them like when justin fields fell you guys think hendon hooker could leapfrog either of those two guys levis or richardson Dude, there was some there was some mock draft where they had Hendon Hooker at like eight. I saw that. And to who? Who's eight? I don't remember. Um, it was the Seahawks. It was the Seahawks. That's who it was. Or wherever the Seahawks were picked, they had him go. There. <laughs> they had five QBs go in the top ten. Um, Jeez. And he was basically he was basically just getting trolled online for how bad he, that his mock draft was. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, what it is. Um, basically, I think. I think Kendon Hooker's a second-round guy. He's really old. Like I, when I was watching um, Will Levis, I watched the Tennessee Kentucky game, and he really impressed me. Like I think he's a, he's like a got a chance of being a good quarterback, but he's old. Like how much better do you like is he going to get? He's twenty-five years old. He's already like physically what he's going to be, um, and he he can throw the ball deep. But again, I think he was in an offense where. He ran a lot of RPOs where it was read and get the ball out quick. So I can kind of see the Seahawks maybe trying to target him at the beginning of the second round and trade up to the second round and then taking a stud at their pick at like seven or eight. I I could definitely see that. He had some dogs he was throwing to in college too. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had some dudes. And their offense was, again, it was very run-oriented. Um RP like tons of RPOs. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how much that really translates. I mean, there's a lot more RPOs in the NFL now, but I don't know how quite how that translates. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like a good, you know, a good amount of the landing spots are like like landing spots could definitely be worse. Like when the when the Jags, when the Jags took Trevor Lawrence, it was like this team has zero redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. Like it's like like the Seahawks, it's like you're probably going to sit for a bit, but they if they draft you, but they have really good weapons. And then like the Colts, it's like they have Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman, and Houston. Who knows? They might draft a wide receiver, and they have like a couple other young guys and a decent running back, and decent O line. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's... go ahead. Sorry, I didn't. Mean... I thought you were done. Oh no, 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 you're good. I mean, I mean, like even like Carolina, like they've like signed a shit ton of guys that might be washed but mm-hmm. um i mean they're they're adding pieces you know so okay so let's 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 play a game um not really a game but 
Let's go through the the four. We'll even go. We'll even throw Hooker in there. Go through the five quarterbacks, and we'll start off with Young. Just say where you think he's going. So Bryce Young, Drew, where you got him going? I think he just goes to Carolina, number one. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not completely sold that he's actually going to be the best quarterback of those four or five, I guess. But it's like one of those things where you can't not bet on him at this point, you know, like the dude's just like a proven winner. The only thing you can really be worried about is that he's undersized, mm-hmm. but we've seen undersized QBs succeed like before. And it's not exactly like he's Kyler Murray where Kyler Murray is like taking big hits and stuff. Like Bryce Young doesn't run as much. He's more like, you know, the Mahomes esque where he's just kind of mobile. He doesn't exactly yeah. run. He's moving to throw. Yeah, exactly. He's not taking big hits, and he's not a running QB like Jalen Hurts. Who's mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is an absolute beast, but even he's not like the tallest dude in the world or anything like that. But yeah, I think I think like the worry is it's like is it's like worth two zero where he's not mobile enough to get away from guys, but he gets rid of the ball like I feel like a lot quicker than Tua. Yeah, I think he has the intangibles more than Tua. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's all. Uh, Grant, I actually that though, I, I I do think he has like he's just better at it. He's like a better version of Tua, I think. Mm-hmm. And Tua has shown he can like actually succeed in the NFL. If, if yeah, he just has to have stud wide receivers. Yeah, it's so true. Grant- I mean, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle make me look like a good quarterback, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so Graham, where do you where do you got him going? I don't know. It's so tough because, um, you know, you kind of like – I feel like he's probably a better fit in the Texans because, like, they have a couple good O-linemen. But mm-hmm. – um, and it's like if I'm Carolina, I'm not sure if I really would feel good about investing in a guy of that size when I know my O-line sucks. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like I'd probably t- think Stroud goes one. And Young goes to Houston, but I don't know. I think it's really pretty much still in the air. I'm not. I know when they like traded up to that pick, they like announced that they don't even know who they're taking yet. You know, so um, I think it's. I think it's still pretty up in the air. You putting a thousand dollars on it today that I give you? Who are you putting it on? I think I'd put it on Stroud. You think you're going? You're you're going. Panthers would take Stroud. Yeah, because I just think okay. I think that just because that literally just because that one game, mm-hmm. and I don't know that was like I didn't like watch like a ton of college football other than outside of like K State, but um, when we when we watched at least like half of that game, we were uh, consuming some beverages. Um, <laughs> but from what well, what of the the parts of that game that I did watch, Stroud looked like I mean he looked like a stud so. Um, and I know yeah. I've a lot of guys. Have t- I watched some of uh, the Panthers QB coach talking about that game, and I just feel like a lot of people just think about like when they're thinking of Stroud. Now people are just thinking of that game, like mm-hmm. of what he can be. So I don't know. It's, I think it's kind of hard to look away from that upside. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm the Panthers, I'm taking I'm taking CJ, but that's just because I like him more than Bryce Young. Uh, quarterback-wise, because I'm kind of in that camp where I think Stroud can do that all the time. Uh, yeah. I think if he had done that, he would be the consensus number one guy. But I don't I don't know, man. You 
I, I've seen Bryce Young put some balls and in, in holes. Like, I remember just watching the K-State game and just seeing him just – at the beginning of the game, he throws, like, two ducks. Like, he throws one that he overthrows his receiver that would have been a touchdown, and then he threw one, uh, I think, wide right that goes out of bounds to, on the sideline yeah. that would have been close to being a touchdown. And I remember being like, oh, this dude sucks. And then, like, the next three drives, yeah. he just goes off and just puts balls where it's like, oh, so this is why everybody thinks this guy's really good. He looks so good. He just looks um, so dominant. In case it's defense isn't even bad or anything. He just yeah, and he, and he was putting that over uh, Jake – or was it Brents? What's it? Is it yeah, Jake Julius. Yeah. Julius. Julius Brents, who's like – right now he's being mocked as a first-round corner. Yeah, he's legit. So, he's like a big dude. Like, I mean, yeah, he's lengthy. Like, yeah. 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 It's not like he's like an undersized dude who K State just like has playing corner. Like, he's a, he's a dude. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I'm going Texans. So that means, uh, Graham, I know you said CJ to the uh, Panthers. So you're saying Young's going to the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming, Drew, that you say CJ's going next. Yeah. The only thing. I kind of doubt it, but there's a small part of me that thinks maybe the Colts will try and move up to get CJ Stroud. But I don't really think so. I don't really I think so. Like, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't, like, put it completely out of the question. I can see him trying, but, like, if you're the – Weird, you know, like – I can see him trying, but if you're the Texans, are you going to let him? Like, are you going to trade yeah. back? I mean, maybe you like if you do that, you trade back for an extra one, and then you just don't draft a quarterback this year, and you roll with Davis Mills and whoever you signed, and just the attempts that you suck really bad, so you can get uh, Caleb Williams. That's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah. you just take the L because they're not even close to being close to being close to being a good team. Like, yeah, well, like, you I may as like, well wait for the home run hitter. I don't think like the Colts getting a rookie quarterback is gonna like turn them into like a great team. Like, if you like get their one next year it's not going to be like a bad pick like it's going to be a think, good pick i think it'll be like yeah. from eight to pick 15 in there yeah like i think they win six or seven games with stroud at quarterback yeah i i think that's probably that's probably fair yeah but honestly i think i think it'll just be stroud to the texans, texans. okay <coughs> um this is where it kind of gets interesting Levis, where where's Levis going? And you kind of I, I pulled up the I pulled up the draft round. We got Arizona at three, Colts at four, Seahawks five, Texans or sorry Lions six, Raiders seven, Falcons eight, Bears nine, Eagles ten, barring a trade from somebody. Wasn't wasn't that draft that you were talking about where they had Hinton Hooker going to like? going in the top 10 didn't that one have like levis being drafted by the cardinals i don't remember i, I didn't look that i was too busy looking at richard uh hooker going to i think i'm pretty sure there was one where it had they had levis going to the cardinals which i thought well there funny. there's a lot of there's a lot of talk that the cardinals want to move off of him to of kyler murray i don't blame him it's like the thing where it's like, I don't get how you, as a player, how do you sign a contract and then want to leave the next year? And then as a team, how do you give somebody a contract and then be like, oh, yeah, actually, I regret that. So goodbye. Yeah. That's why I hope I hope I like the NFL because the NFL doesn't give the 
players like freedom like the NBA does. Yeah. Like the NBA is so gross to watch. Like how many teams has freaking Kyrie Irving played for in the last four years? Too I don't know how many it is, but probably like less than I think. But dude has requested so many trades. Like it's just annoying. Yeah. Like it, it makes it hard to like a team because it's so mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really go around those guys. But um, I guess I'll kind of start this, yeah, this one ahead. off if you guys don't know. I think um, – I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I really want to. I really want to say the the Titans, but I I low key think I, I think they'd have to trade up to get him. I think a sneaky pick that no one's really talking about is the Detroit Lions. Yeah, because that's a place. I mean, I'm going to put it down as the Lions. I don't think this is really actually going to happen, but I low key kind of want it to happen. To me, he seems like a Dan uh, Dan Campbell guy, just tough as nails. Um, you know, just blue collar dude who wants to work. He's really smart. I don't. I mean, I know there's like the stories that are always talking about his parents went to Yale or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna call it now. He's going to the Lions at their pick number eight, nine, six. There are, I think that's six. 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 He's gonna go to the Lions know. at six. I think, I think that's very well within who the is realm of possibility. Levis. I like that. That, that wouldn't that, be bad. The fit makes a lot of sense. Could be a year under Goff. I think Goff is still a slightly overhated QB. You know, like mm-hmm. I agree. He's a he's a starting level QB in the league. He's not elite, but he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think he's every bit as good as Kirk Cousins. And, I mean, people hate on Cousins, too. But it's like, I mean, every year it's like, hey, Cousins a fringe MVP candidate, and no one talks about golf that way. So They're just like both guys where it's like you just surround them with a couple stud wide receivers, and they'll, they'll, they can get you to the playoffs if the situation's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll make that throw when they need to. I don't know. that, that I, I actually kind of like that fit a lot. And they have, like, some young wide receivers they got. Um, you know, DeAndre Swift, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, draft a guy in like late day two or day three. But is that their only first round pick this year? Uh, let me see. They got to have another one, right? Yeah, they have the 18th the... pick. Yeah, I could definitely see them taking Levis there and then grabbing uh, one of the receivers later on or a defensive guy, too. I know their defense is still. Needs a lot of work. You think they'd grab another receiver after drafting Jamison Williams and they have Amon Ross St. Brown too? Yeah, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not – I'm still not super con- like convinced Amon Ross St. Brown is just a stud yet. I mean, he's good. He's definitely good. I don't know. You just got to stay healthy. I think you want to keep – I think you want as many weapons as around Will Levis as possible because – I think he's he has the potential to be good, but he's not one of those guys that's going to be good with no weapons. Yeah. That's fair. All right, so did you decide on a landing spot, Drew? For Levis? Yep. Uh, honestly, I, I think of those main four, he's, like, most likely to, like, really fall, I think. I agree. I don't know, man. It's tough. I could even see, like... Titans are there at pick 11. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like the Titans might be 
the best. I mean, we know the Patriots probably aren't going to do anything, even though they should. What if uh, what if the what if the Jets don't don't get a Rodgers deal done by the draft and they're sitting at thirteen and they're like Levis? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know if I don't know if they take another risky quarterback after Zach Wilson. I don't know. If yeah, that's what I was, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like Zach Wilson was just like you know man of destiny after that one season, and then he turned <laughs> out to be like the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, he was bad. I don't know. That is really tough because, like, I think Richardson might leapfrog him. I think Richardson might go – I mean, like, I kind of like him going to the Raiders, honestly, especially because I think the Raiders would waste him because the Raiders suck and their coaching staff is just terrible. I would be happy if he went to the Raiders for the Chiefs' sake. I think the only thing that would kind of freak me out is they'd probably keep Garoppolo starting for, I mean, at least half the season or whatever, and then – I don't know. It could end up being that weird Mahomes-Smith dynamic. But, I mean, other than that, I just – I don't see any way that Levis – I don't know. I, I just think he could be a good starter, but I don't see him doing much in his rookie season. I think he might slip to the Titans. So you're going Titans? I think so. I could even see him slipping all the way down to, like, the Commanders or something, you know? Like – Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of look for the commanders to be a team that might move up to take one of these guys, too. I just don't know who they would want the most. Because they're probably going to – I mean, they're going to be fighting over Richardson or Levis is pretty much Mm -hmm. what it would be. You're not going to get the other two. Or a hooker, I guess. Because right now, who is their starting quarterback? Sam Howell? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's Howell still. Yeah. Uh, Did Graham make a pick before he auspiciously took a – Break. Oh, there he is. He's back. I'm back. Is it is it my turn for my uh, my choice? Yeah. yeah. For Richardson. Levis. Did you make a pick for Levis when I was gone? I honestly kind of agreed with your pick for with the so with the t- Lions. You're saying Lions, okay? Yeah, I'm gonna kind of steal. I that think one. that would be a fun pick, actually. The Lions. I think it would be too. I love the Lions, man. For, I think that's good. For Richardson, I just like love the idea of Richardson in Seattle. I just think that's the perfect spot for him. Because he definitely needs time to, like, put things together. And he can do that there. And then he'll have good wide receivers. I don't hate that. Um, and they'll also have Kenneth Walker. So it's like they'll have a good run game. And their O-line is improving because they – Finally drafted O lineman. I'm gonna, yeah, I I really like that. I think that's a very good opportunity. It's really funny how they never drafted Russell Wilson any offensive lineman, and then they got rid of him. And then they're like, actually, maybe we should get offensive lineman. Actually, we're gonna draft like two tackles and a guard, and like <laughs> knock the draft out of the out of the park. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna call a trade coming here. I think the Falcons are going to leapfrog up to three and they're going to take Richardson and they're going to make the biggest mistake of their franchise since Matt Ryan blew a 28-3 lead. You think they're going to give up on, uh, oh, what's his name already? Yeah, they didn't really invest anything in him and, he, and I don't think he's like really. He looked bad. I saw him play and it was not good. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, Actually, I didn't watch him play. I just saw the stat line. <laughs> yeah. 
the Falcons I mean, they, trading up that high and picking Anthony Richardson when they could just trade for Lamar Jackson would be a crazy, <laughs> crazy move. To be honest, you probably have to give up the same amount. That's what your I'm saying. Eight pick, your eight pick and next year's first, and then maybe like a third-round pick in addition to get Lamar. Yeah. The only thing is teams now just crave that rookie contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, rookie contract. It's such an advantage. Yeah, that's all they want. Like, if you have that rookie contract those first three years or whatever, I mean, you're just – I mean, assuming they pan out, you're just riding high. I mean, you come crashing down eventually, like the Bengals are about to find out, but for a while you're I think, feeling good. I think if you're in, like, the Falcons case, like, I don't know how you're not, you wouldn't go after Lamar if you're thinking about that, that kind of – from that contract perspective because it's like you have your two top – receivers like locked up under contract for you know these next set of years like both are first round picks so you have the fifth year option for both so it's like you'll you'll have money you know yeah yeah i agree who is the receiver again for atlanta the rookie that was really good uh drew london drake london drake Drake, yeah that's right yeah that guy he was good he had the the fumbling issues for a little while, but I think that's just a rookie thing. I think he just had the yips. I uh, <laughs> was I was searching through the notes in my phone and uh, discovered a Drake London equals bust note from about one fifty nine a.m. one night. So, yeah, I, I think we were all like, really out on. <laughs> I really thought he was not going to be very good either. I didn't think he was explosive enough. We'll see though. We're just one year, one year in. So Drew, who do sure. you got for who do you got for Richardson? Ugh, I don't know, man. Like I guess if I'm going Titans for Levis, I'm kind of tempted to say the Raiders. Mm, I or think they, Raiders I are know, definitely going to be there to try to get a QB. It, it's just so hard to me because I don't know. I just don't see the Raiders. They don't make splash moves like that and then i also just can't imagine that what's his name their coach josh mcdaniels i just don't see him wanting to develop a rookie especially when he just got his boy garoppolo you know true also he's a i can't imagine being on the hot seat and being comfortable having garoppolo as like my only qb yeah i think i think if he takes a guy like richardson he's like yo i let him start eight games this year obviously he's not going to be good he's a rookie he's a project guy mm-hmm. so i think possibly it, it buys him another year at least i'm not that i think he's on the hot seat to get fired this year um because i think they came out last year and were like we're gonna give this dude his contract but yeah i mean that's all that's all relative um but i don't know i don't know man that's tough i might have to just go with the i just go with the Seahawks or Lions, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pick a pick. It's so hard, man. I don't We're like, not gonna just... kill you if you're wrong. Okay. Well, I think if I had to guess, I think the Seahawks will pass. I think the Lions will take him at seven or six. I hope that does not happen. As a uh, Lions are my NFC team. Dude, who's if that line? They would be a, Dude, that Lions OC team. He would probably make Richardson. <coughs> What'd you say? That lion, the Lions OC. What's his name? Like Ben Johnson or something like that. Yeah, Ben Johnson. 
dude. He, he, I think, I feel like he could make Richardson work for sure. I can't believe yeah, he, he didn't get yoinked up by some team to be a head coach. That dude was kicking butt all year with like yeah. a very mediocre roster, honestly. I think offensively they're pretty competitive. Yeah, they get yeah, some I mean, good guys. They have like no splash players. Maybe Aminra you can consider. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah, mean, I forget you're... that Jameson didn't play this year. Yeah, they don't. They didn't really have any like big speed guys out wide because I mean, like Aminra is like kind of like a slot guy, and he only ran like a four, like six or something. He like he was like slow. Yeah, hey, that's my boy you're talking about right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final quarterback we'll talk about Hooker. Uh, this is if you think if you think Richardson was a was a. Uh, Whatever you call it, throwing a dart on the board like he hooker. Who the hell knows? Commanders. Yeah. I'm going commanders. Whatever, man. In the first, I could see him slipping to the second. I think the commanders are just going to get him. I, like I think okay. the commanders are going to see that everyone else is gone, and they're be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go grab hooker. I'm going okay. Ravens. Mmm, little uh, protecting protecting the loss of Lamar. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be kind of the thing that could throw a monkey wrench in all of this if, if that Lamar trade goes down. Yeah. Um, but I'm going Seattle. I like my, my idea I had better in – or I had in the beginning of the podcast where I said Lamar – or uh, he goes to Seattle, sits behind him for a year, and I think he fits fairly well into that offense where it's going to they – they want to run the ball, so. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I have a feeling not a single one of my picks is going to be right. Like, <laughs> it's just going to be Young and Stroud switched, and then it'll be like the Chiefs picking Richardson or some shit. Like, well, uh, we will. Now that we've got our, our we got a podcast and we have a whole probably like three listeners of our friends, <laughs> um, we will definitely have to expand our contest that we had. I think it was just me, Graham, and Dalton who did it last year. Or no, and Ian did it. Ian did it. Yeah, uh, get Ian in on it again. Yeah, where we uh, picked every first round, and I don't remember how we like just dis- we like decided points or anything like that. But yeah, see, I, I don't I don't know enough to even do half. Neither did those. neither did like, neither did we, but we just did it, and it was made the draft so much fun. Like yeah. I just look up Jay Binkley's drafts and steal his. Like literally, Jacob, like literally, Jacob, if you're listening, Jacob, if you're listening, <laughs> Jacob's not listening, bro. Jacob didn't listen to the podcast where, <laughs> where he was in the league, bro. He's not listening to a podcast <laughs> that we just created, dude. I know that was a joke. But, oh, love that man, Jacob. <laughs> Maybe Jacob will pull up to MHK this weekend. That's helpful. True. Um, if you okay, last probably wouldn't tell you. Facts. Uh, <laughs> you guys want to talk? Shit. You guys want to talk Chiefs? Chiefs needs, or do you want to save that for next week and call it a pod? We can save it for next week. Yeah, that would be good. We can do like I guess if we wanted to, we could even do that full draft thing between then and add yeah. that. To yeah, them. yeah, I'm cool with that. We are uh, at the hour fifteen mark. Wow, we've talked for that long. <laughs> There was lots of wisdom that was given in this. I was about to say, we know what we're doing. We're grizzled. I think probably uh, some of these poverty franchises like the Browns who give really bad contracts to quarterbacks, they're probably going to hear this podcast and then they're going to say, 
I want to hire Graham Lee to be our general manager. <laughs> I heard he's got a business degree from Kansas State. That means that gets you in the door. That, hey, that's that means... <laughs> hashtag trust GMGL right there, baby. <laughs> GMGL. If if that happens, can I uh, get your coffee for you? Oh yeah. Can I be your coffee boy. Oh yeah, I got you, bro. Everybody eats. eats. Everybody. You eats don't get paid for it, though, of course, but. As long as it's they pay for like, all my parts, I'll make you head Midwest scout. <laughs> head Midwest scout? Because <laughs> there's nobody to scout in the Midwest. <laughs> uh, Deuce Vaughn, first round pick. He's the best guy I've watched in this entire region. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, give him to the Chiefs. I'm not going to okay. say no. Uh, one final question to end this. How many chickens would it take to bring down an elephant in a fight? 250. Fully grown? Yeah, fully grown. Like a little chicklets running around? Every I'd third say... one is a chick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say probably 2,900. 2,900? Oh my. I'm going to be honest. I don't think any number of chickens is taken down an elephant, bro. I don't know, man. They're pretty mean. They're elephants, pretty mean. Drew, I don't think you understand how huge an elephant is. 250 chickens is not Have you ever been to a zoo elephant? Chickens are mean. They would just crawl on him and they'd just be gashing his side. 250 Dude. of those fat bastards on that. Like, 250 is not enough. <laughs> that is Okay, but... No. But based on your skill, how many that, how many that you could take on like 250 chickens with your bare hands? There's no way. I'm talking, dude. An elephant's an elephant's foot is literally like the size of a tree trunk. That's what I was gonna say. How many how many chickens do you think fit under one hoof? Dude, 250. <laughs> Are there not hooves? Are I don't think they hooves? have hooves. <laughs> it's just like a flat thing with it's like, like gross nails on it. It's called a hoof, bro. That's called a hoof. No, the a hoof is just the nail. It's like a foot, and then you know you got like nails protruding. I think you guys are underestimating how mean chickens are. Chickens are mean, and those claws, those talons they got, it's like Jurassic Park esque. It's like a Velociraptor. They're just called regular <laughs> foots. Feet. No, it said elephants and rhinoceros. <laughs> regular foots. For example, have hooves. It says they have hooves. No, they, Dude, that's not what a hoof Google, is. Google do, Google do elephants have hooves. It'll come up, I promise. Did you write this article, Trey? <laughs> yes, I work for science.org. It's like Quora. It's like Quora.com. No, bro, I'll send it to the group chat right now. It's from January 28th, 2019. All right, from but just look at them. They're flat-footed. Yeah, I see it, bro. It's a fucking hoof. That's not The hoof is like the nail. It's like a, a big nail. You know, like a horse. That's why no. you get the horses' hooves are not nails, bro. It's essentially a nail, yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, that's the best way to put it. Okay, I think I, I think know. it's time to wrap things up. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey is Bailey is telling Graham to get off the podcast. <laughs> no more hoof talk. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, boys. For the Bailey unnamed... laughed, Drew. I hope you know that. Bailey laughed. <laughs> <laughs>
Has Bailey good. been listening in? Is Bailey our number one fan? She's our, uh, our um, first listener. Yeah, I'd say so. Our one and only fan so far. She's our first listener, man. Bailey, Bailey, how many chickens would it take to take down a fully grown elephant? Fully grown chickens, fully grown elephant. How many chickens would it take? A hundred. A hundred? <laughs> No, See, you guys thought I was low. You That's better low. divorce her. You better divorce her. Come on, Bailey. Twenty nine hundred. A hundred. I think. Scary. I think I could fight a hundred chickens. No, man, no. Chickens are mean. Yeah, but I can kick them like a thousand feet. Yeah, but then the other 98 behind you are just ripping your back to shreds. They can't all get to me at one time, bro. Well, are we releasing them one by one? They're like, it's like World War Z, you know, they just like pile up. (laughs) Yeah, see? I don't think you can visualize 100 chickens. That's like a swarm. (laughs) Okay, well, let's let's end this chicken talk, dude. Okay. Um, For the unnamed podcast. Correct takes only podcast. Correct takes that should that that's the name. That's the name. Correct takes it's only. Good. Correct takes only. The CTO was, pod. Just two hours better, to get to that. <laughs> we better we better write that down. Correct takes podcast. Uh we are out of here. All right.